0: Give me that old time religion, give me that old Old time religion, give me that old time religion, it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion, give me that old time religion, give me that old time religion, it's good enough for me. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. And it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. For me, it will do when the world's on fire. It It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire.
1: Bonum. Good morning. Today is the seventh Sunday of Easter and the Ascension of the Lord. Today we celebrate the solemnity of the Ascension of Jesus Christ, a holy day of obligation. Now just to remind us all of what a solemnity is, in the liturgical calendar of the Roman Rite. A solemnity is a feast day of the highest rank celebrating a mystery of faith such as the Trinity an event in the life of Jesus his mother Mary his earthly father Joseph or another important saint the observance begins with a vigil on the evening before the actual date of the feast This observance of this feast is celebrated 40 days after Easter in both Eastern and Western Christianity and has been in existence since the 4th century. If we count 40 days after Easter, the Ascension actually occurs on a Thursday. Now, over the centuries, the Vatican has approved Roman Catholic parishes in a number of countries that do not observe the feast as a public holiday to move the observance of the Feast of the Ascension from the traditional Thursday to the following Sunday, the Sunday before Pentecost, today, and we follow suit. And like the dates of most other movable feasts, the date of the Ascension depends on the date of Easter. Many a Catholic will overlook today's solemnity with little thought to its deeper importance. It's like they're looking at a coloring book page that has no color. They accept it, but they see minimal substance to its meaning. I imagine this is because the importance of Christ's ascension most likely has never been fully identified with the importance that it truly holds. The solemnity of the ascension of Jesus Christ marks the conclusion of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances. Forty days from the day he rose from the grave, Jesus ascended into heaven. It is the final elevation of his human nature to divine glory as he ascends into the heavens to be by the Father's side. It is a celebration of joy when Jesus ascends to heaven to receive his crown seated at the right hand of the Father. But it's not just a celebration of the actual ascent itself. It's deeper. It's far deeper. During the solemnity, we should be looking at what has led up to the ascent, the ascent itself, and what follows after the ascent. To begin, we should be reflecting on the prophecies of the Old Testament foretelling of Christ's coming birth and life. We should be reflecting on all those prophecies that he fulfilled from his virgin birth to his ministry and miracles to his profound teachings and to his earthly death. The ascension is an exaltation of all that Christ is, where he came from, who he is, and what he becomes, to include his return. While on earth he was a servant, he was the Son of Man. He understood the suffering of mankind. Jesus died for our sins through his execution, the crucifixion. Jesus' death on the cross was a sacrifice for us, an atonement that brings us back into relationship with God, and it is by his wounds and suffering that we are healed. His death completed his work of our salvation, and it guarantees the everlasting life in heaven for all who love him. Three days after his earthly death, he returned. His resurrection confirms Christ's supremacy over the limitations of space and time, life and death. Upon entering heaven, he knew man because he was man. In heaven, he exemplifies mankind for he knows us first hand. He is the ruler and Lord of us all as he sits in glory at the right hand of the Father. This ascension means his second coming, and we should be looking forward to his return on earth. The biblical scripture of the ascension can be found in the fifth book of the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles. Within the first chapter of Acts is described the ascent of Christ from the earth into heaven. The ascension can be found in the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke ends with the events that the book of Acts begins with. It is through Acts that we are told that his climb into heaven takes 40 days after the the resurrection, and in the presence of his disciples after instructing them to stay in Jerusalem until the arrival of the Holy Spirit. But there'll be more on that next week during homilies with Pentecost. And he was taken up into the heavens before their very eyes, and a cloud appeared ...and hid him from their sight. And then, as the disciples looked up intently into the sky... ...as he was rising upward... two men dressed in white suddenly appeared... ...and stood beside them. Who were these men? Many a scholar has ventured that these two men were angels... ...while others, Moses and Elijah... Now, angels make sense as he was entering the glory of heaven. But Moses and Elijah also make sense. And at least a poetic interpretation of Moses and Elijah helps me add even more depth and meaning to the ascension. Moses and Elijah share a unique quality among the Jews of the time period as well as to those of the modern-day era. Elijah went to heaven, yet he never died. Elijah, for me, is to remind me that, as we know, Jesus lives forever. And Moses, he did die, but he was buried by God himself. a secret grave it is in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 10 that we are told never since has the Lord arisen a prophet in Israel like Moses whom the Lord knew face to face you see Moses must have had the privilege of seeing God's face on Mount Nebo But by doing so, he lost his life. By asking again to see God's face, he would actively carry out God's command to die. And although Moses wasn't able to enter the promised land of Israel, his death made him eligible to enter the new promised land of heaven. The Ascension story of Acts has Jesus leaving this world and entering his glory, not unlike Moses and Elijah. And these two men, possibly angels, possibly Moses and Elijah, arrived to show Jesus' followers are empowered in like fashion. Regardless of who they are, it is what they said that holds importance. Men of Galilee, they spoke, "Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven." What we are told is that Jesus, our Jesus, our Christ, will appear again and per the statement of these men in white we recognize Jesus' second coming to be a literal event and that it will be just like how he went into heaven the first time as described by the ascension in Acts according to the teachings of the Catholic Church the second coming will happen in a single moment Suddenly and unexpectedly, not even the angels, saints, or demons know when it will occur, only the Father. And his arrival will produce the fullness of the reign of God fully manifested in the victory he won over his enemies, the enemies of sin, suffering, and Satan. By granting the universe and mankind a share in Jesus' resurrection through the universe resulting in renewal and resolution. As the dead are resurrected, judged, and rewarded. And so, my friends, the picture has been painted. It is no longer an empty page on a coloring book. As bright colors fill a canvas that it was intentionally meant to be displayed upon. The solemnity of the ascension of Jesus starts as plain pages in a coloring book to what we see today as a priceless work of art now sitting in the Metropolitan Museum. The picture is now complete and signed by the artist. Pax bonum, peace and good to all. This is Father Chris, reminding each of us to act justly, love with mercy, and walk humbly with God.
0: Give me that old time religion Give me that old time religion Good for the Hebrew children,
1: it was good
0: for the Hebrew children, it was good for the Hebrew children, and it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Fire It will do when the world's on fire it will do. An inviting independent Catholic community that welcomes everyone with open arms and open hearts. We are not associated with the Roman Catholic Church. Come experience the love and support of our community and find your spiritual home. Whether you've been hurt by the church in the past or felt rejected by the church, the independent Catholic Church of the Americas is socially liberal while being liturgically conservative. Visit us online or in person this Sunday and become a part of our church family.